Hey everyone, Nick here. As you can probably tell by the title of this episode, I am here to talk about the 50 Shades of Grey franchise. You can probably tell by the length of this episode that I don't have a ton to say about it. But hey, these fucking things are called quick takes, right? I decided it was wrong to blackmail Jordan into watching these movies with me, so I am riding solo on this one. First off, I'm not 100% sure what made me want to finish this franchise after meticulously going over the first one in our crossover episode with the We Explain Movies podcast. My only guess is that since Fifty Shades of Grey feels like almost nothing happens in it, I was hoping that watching the entire franchise as a whole might mean that I finally get a story. And I was kind of right. I wonder if this would have played better as like a week-to-week miniseries. The story, thin as it may be, really does stretch over the three films. And the only one with any sort of resolution is the third film. Okay, let me name them for people who just clicked on this because they were like, what the fuck is this episode about? The first one is called Fifty Shades of Grey. I feel like I gave my thoughts on it again in the crossover episode we did with We Explain Movies and in our little follow-up where Jordan gives his thoughts after finally watching it. All that to say, I'm going to move on to number two, which ooh, is called Fifty Shades Darker. My two biggest complaints about this movie are story-based. I think the acting and cinematography were decent. The music isn't even a tenth as good as the first one. First complaint. If you buy into it and don't find it ridiculous or laughable, the first one ends on a pretty compelling note. Anna leaves Christian, or at least that's what we can infer. And that's right, she does. But then in the second one, within the first 10 minutes, they are back together again. Sure, it's with some new stipulations, and you can see Anna slowly realizing her power in the relationship, but it still makes me like the ending of the first one less. Oh, and a bit of a tangent. As I'm writing this verbal diarrhea of an episode, I realize that some of you are probably like, these movies suck, and it's not even worth talking about, and why are you still talking about these films, etc. And like, I can't fault you for that. My own co-host didn't want to do this with me. But I said in one of the prior episodes that I'd give my thoughts, and I figured I'd make good on that promise. Back to the second reason this movie pissed me off. This is the kind of movie that makes a great trailer. It has a lot of elements in it that look exciting and interesting and intriguing and provocative, like that creepy stalker lady or Kim Basinger coming in as Mrs. Robinson. They look like they would add a lot to a movie franchise where virtually nothing happened in the first one. Well, guess what? Each of these little interesting things gets about three minutes of screen time. The characters are as thinly written as can be, and any conflict that arises is fixed within that same three minutes. It's truly hilarious. Even the big helicopter crash, you see 15 seconds of it. And then, bam, Christian's back within five minutes. And I wouldn't mind it if it served the story, but it doesn't. Fifty Shades Darker script is essentially montage, minor inconvenience, sex scene, minor inconvenience, sex scene, montage, sex scene, minor inconvenience, sex scene, cute proposal, fireworks, sex scene, montage, minor inconvenience, and... All those characters from the first one that we thought they might expand upon? Nope. Maybe in the third one. Spoiler alert, that doesn't happen. Okay, the third one is called Fifty Shades Freed because in E.L. James's mind, Fifty Shades Darkest is a dumb title. Sorry to break it to you, they're all dumb titles. But guess what? This one is actually mildly enjoyable. 
I, I think mostly because you can really start to see Anna calling the shots now and it doesn't feel as creepy or misogynistic or rapey as the first one felt at times. These movies make assloads of money for rated R gentrified smut. And you can tell that because they have these beautiful location settings and these extravagant vehicles and aircrafts that they get throughout the series just to ride around in and kill time before sex scenes. This one is actually the only one where there's any sense of danger or urgency, though, which is kind of interesting. Basically, there's this part where Christian's sister gets kidnapped by this guy, and it's like, who the fuck cares? I mean, yeah, she's Rita Ora, and I like maybe one of her songs, but you had eight lines in this entire franchise. I know virtually nothing about you. Like, honestly, I'd have respected the movie more if they actually killed her off, but of course not. Just in the nick of time, the inconvenience, which, okay, I guess you can call major this time, is resolved. They want so badly for this whole story to be exciting and filled with these dramatic incidents, but they are all so random and so inconsequential that they feel forced, which they obviously are. Anyway, that movie ends in the Red Room, not in the new house that they were going to build, not with the birth of their child in the fucking red room. But it's okay now, because she's into it too, maybe. That was kind of aggravating. But if it wasn't clear to you what this franchise was about, it is now. Anyway, Dakota Johnson always gets a 10 from me. Like, she's incredible, and she actually has some emotional heft to her in these films. But like, everything else is so shittily connected to her that I can't really recommend these movies. Well, I guess I kind of spoiled it for you, but whatever, don't bother. Okay, I mean, unless you like seeing a bunch of relatively tame heterosexual sex, because, like, you could deal with the story to get to the sex. It's not that bad. But I'm not a huge fan of heterosexual sex, and the crazy shit they do here, honestly, doesn't even come close to the crazy shit that gays do. Maybe I'm just desensitized to it. Maybe I'm talking too much. Whatever. Thanks for listening to my rant. I promise you I will never talk about this movie again.